we realize that there are a lot of folks watching live streaming at Northside uh, that have never been at Northside. Over the pandemic times, uh, we've grown quite an audience from the best feedback we can get of folks that can't get to their own church or are just looking for something on Sunday morning. And so we've got a lot of folks that are brand new to Northside. Uh, and some of those folks that have been watching just since the pandemic started are used to this sermon time are used to a much younger speaker stepping up here. And I just want to clarify that because some of you may have thought that that song, Ancient Words, had something to do with the speaker. Now, uh, we picked that because we're talking about the Bible, the ancient words. And that's why I'm here this morning, is to talk about one Northside ministry, uh, which is... Know your Bible. Uh, it's a north side ministry in a sense, but it's much bigger than north side. And we take one day a year to talk about it, and that's always difficult because I know that there are some, like some of the new streaming viewers, that don't know anything about it. So I'm going to try to give you some of the basics of it very quickly. Uh, and we've also got a lot in the audience that know a lot about it. That know about Know Your Bible from its conception many years ago. Uh, for those folks, I want to try to give you some updates and some news and tell you how things are going. Uh, there is a handout, which most of you picked up on your way in, hopefully, if you're here. And it's got lots of details. It's got financial details, uh, reports from what's happening, uh, who supports us, how it all is spent. Uh, lots of details. So if you want details, either pick one up here or if you're viewing online and are interested in knowing more about Know Your Bible, uh, email the office at knowyourbible.com and we'll be happy to send you one. All right. Uh, so that's kind of the introduction of what we're doing. This program called Know Your Bible has been around for over 34 years started in July of 1986, uh, began in just Kansas, has since expanded and is now seen in 10 states. Uh, household viewership possibility of all the markets we're in is a million and a half households over, over that. Uh, we broadcast from four markets, the KSN network in Kansas, which covers all of Kansas except northeast Kansas, and gets over into Nebraska, Colorado, and down into Oklahoma some. Springfield, Missouri, which covers Missouri area and down into Arkansas. Rock Island, Illinois, which gets over into Iowa. And Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, which gets up into Minnesota and over into uh, somewhere else there. I forget where. But anyhow, Ten states total. Uh, speaking of Sioux Falls, just one update here. I think this is interesting. It's a unique thing. Uh, we used to be on the NBC channel in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Earlier this year, a thing happened that it's actually the first time in the U.S. it ever happened. Uh, an ABC network, KSFY in Sioux Falls, uh, purchased the NBC channel. 
And the FCC made an exception and allowed them to do that. It's never happened before. Uh, they had a little different markets, and they redid all of their towers and everything to improve uh, the broadcast. And basically, we expanded into a lot bigger market than we were in. That's no cost and no change. We're just now on two different networks up there. Uh, never expected anything like that to happen, but it did. So we're, we've got a much bigger presence up there in uh, the Dakotas now than we used to. Uh, what we do on Know Your Bible, for those of you that don't know anything about it, we do three things. One is answer questions, and Toby Levering and I attempt to answer all the kinds of questions that come in. We answer them briefly, uh, two to three minutes. The purpose is to answer what people are interested in, uh, but not teach fully. Uh, that's not the teaching uh, part of Know Your Bible. It's to keep people's interest. And if they hang around long enough and watch us for a few weeks, uh, they get introduced to a Bible course that we're happy to provide them. And that's where the real teaching happens. So the first thing we do is answer questions. The second thing we do is offer Bible courses. And for over 34 years, we've offered a print course. If you go to the room right outside this auditorium, you can see where the command center is for all those courses. And you can see graders coming in and out and uh, keeps a lot of people busy hand-grading all these mail uh, courses. We've got, I think, somewhere around 50 graders here at Northside. Uh, each of the markets that we're in handles their own courses. So uh, Springfield and Burlington, Iowa and Sioux Falls all have a cadre of graders also that are working in their area. And while we're talking about that, I just want to recognize a very special group of uh, ladies that kept the grading going this year uh, through COVID. Uh, first thing COVID did was upped the number of lessons. Uh, people were home and evidently didn't have much else to do, so they were much more faithful about turning their lessons in and getting them back in the mail, and they went through them a lot faster. Uh, unfortunately, our graders couldn't all get to the building, so lessons started piling up. Uh, well, we had a number of ladies that reacted to that and would meet here a day or two a week uh, and spend all day in there just grading lessons fast as they could. So kept up with the increased demand. So we've been doing that for the last little over a year. We've offered an online course uh, through World Bible School, uh, and we advertise that on the program. So if you'd like to study online respond to this uh, specific website, and that has uh, begun to work. Uh, we, we get responses. We've got a number of students active. We've got people trained to uh, study with them and, and do that work. Uh, it hasn't uh, taken off quite like the mail courses yet. Uh, I think Probably the reason for that is that we're advertising only to a group that watches TV. Uh, they're a little older demographic, and they're used to the mail system. Uh, we need to next put that 
offering on our website so that everybody that comes to know your Bible through the internet uh, will know that they can also study online and find some other ways to, to broaden that. But it, it's beginning to work. It's doing a lot of good. We've got great stories from uh, folks. I'll tell you some later, but uh, it hasn't skyrocketed quite like I thought it would. But it's still the thing that we have to, to add and keep going. So we offer a Bible course. Third thing we do is advertise supporting congregations. And we don't mention that very often, but uh, we have about two dozen other congregations of Churches of Christ uh, that support Know Your Bible regularly. They believe it's a good work. They believe it helps them in uh, their area, uh, especially the folks up in South Dakota and Iowa, Illinois, more of a mission field. Uh, They really appreciate the outreach that we provide them. And so we advertise them each week, different ones. We have a rotation that we go through. Here's one ad for Great Bend and Scott City who both support us. Uh, We advertise basically in the ratio of how much they support uh, so the ones that support more get more frequent advertisements, but if they support anything, they get mentioned uh, at least once in the rotation. So uh, we promote local congregations and mention the ministers and things that they're doing, and uh, hopefully that's a help to them in their community. All right, uh, Know Your Bible began in Wichita. And we kind of had a little vision of Kansas. In fact, we originally had a Kansas map on the wall that we stuck a pin in every time we heard from a different town. Uh, We have gone beyond, actually God has taken us beyond uh, counting towns uh, to now counting countries. Uh, We've all over the world. Uh, We've got students that come from people that saw the broadcast maybe in Branson or somewhere when they were on vacation and signed up, or maybe they've gotten on the Internet and uh, signed up for the courses. But we've got people in all 50 states now studying through Know Your Bible study tools. Uh, and also we've spread out into at least 30 uh, foreign countries. So it's a worldwide thing now. And as I thought about how it's grown and the the reach. I think I mentioned this in a bulletin article a while back. I got to thinking about how much the Apostle Paul would have loved this program. You know, that may be a strange thought to some of you, but if you think about what Paul did, he dedicated his life to spreading the gospel. And to do that, he traveled... Uh, on foot, on horseback, on ships. He, I mean, he wrecked ships preaching the gospel or trying to preach the gospel. Uh, to travel all over his known world to reach as many people as he could. He said, I have an obligation to do that. So he, he did that the best he could. But if you can somehow get your mind around thinking, if the Apostle Paul was here today, and we said, all right, let me tell you about this program we've got. I think he'd be thrilled to death. He'd love it. 
I mean, if you told the Apostle Paul that we can get into one and a half million households is our potential, and when somebody does turn the TV on and watch Know Your Bible for that week, that costs us a quarter, a little less than a quarter, actually. I mean, if you told Apostle Paul, you can teach somebody in their home for less than 25 cents, I think he'd be pretty impressed. He'd say, this sounds like a good program. Uh, he would love that part of it, I think. Uh, and then if you told him, well, if they get on the World Wide Web, which you might have to explain to him, but if you told him they can get on the Internet, and it basically it's free, uh, they can sign up for an online course and learn the Bible anywhere in the world. I think he'd love that. Uh, I think he would love how the program finds good soil that Paul's always wondering about how you find good soil. You understand what he had to do. He'd go to a synagogue on Saturday and find some people that believed in God and begin to tell them about Jesus. And sometimes they listened and sometimes they stoned him. He didn't always have a good reaction. And during the week, he'd work in the marketplace, and anybody that came by, he'd try to tell them about Jesus. Uh, When he got arrested, he spoke the truth to kings and governors. But if you add all of that up and think how few of people he was able to really affect, and if you told him that, okay, we've got this program that we just broadcast over millions of households, and people turn it on, and then they start coming to us. They are good soil, and they're interested in the gospel message. And we put a number of stories in the the handout each year, and there's tons more we could put in there, but uh, Toby and I, especially when we're out in public, we realize how broad this reach is. It's it's amazing some of the things that happen. I was in a department store a number of years ago, and this woman who I happen to recognize because she's in the news quite a bit, she's a a part of Wichita's high society and a very successful businesswoman, Uh, she came running up to me and just amazed and grabbed me by the arm and said, come with me and dragged me out the door, and her husband was out in the Mercedes waiting for her. And she opened the door and said, look who I found. (laughs) Turns out they watch Know Your Bible every week. Okay, A couple weeks ago, I had an old weed eater to get rid of, so I put it on Craigslist, and Delbert answered my request. And we made an agreement to meet somewhere, and I went to the parking lot, and Delbert climbed out of his old truck, and Delbert looked a little like a duck commander kind of guy. Had his overalls on and a beard down to here, and an interesting character, and stepped around his truck and looked at me, and he said, you know your Bible. He said, we watch you every week. And I asked him where he went to church and a few things. And I told him to come visit Northside sometime. And I pulled out a card and gave it to him. And 
I handed it to him. He looked at it and he went, my wife's not going to believe this. (laughs) So it's not about the fame thing, although that's kind of fun sometimes. But it's amazing what kind of soil that this program works, how how it works, and, and what happens. Uh, just this week, in fact, I started a, a dialogue with a woman named Juanita who wrote me a long, lengthy email. I said she and her husband have been watching Know Your Bible ever since Know Your Bible, or since the pandemic started. Okay? So there's a new customer because of the pandemic. They found it somehow and been watching it ever since. And she said that you guys do a a great job, and I almost always agree with you the way you explain things and all that. But she said, I I disagreed this Sunday. And she went ahead to tell me her background. She said, we've got Southern Baptist background. And you said that salvation happens at baptism. She said, we don't believe that. We believe a physical baptism it's, it's okay, but it doesn't save you. The spiritual baptism is when you get the Holy Spirit, and that's when you re- ask Jesus into your heart and all that. She went through the standard uh, doctrine and then finished by saying that the thief on the cross wasn't baptized. Okay. So she opened that dialogue. Okay. I was able to write back to her and say, okay, I, I appreciate what you said, and I understand where you're coming from. I said, I can certainly see the Southern Baptist background in your answer. And I'm sure a Baptist pastor would point out my Church of Christ background in my answer. So we can either stop right there and just have an impasse. I said, well, the Baptist teaches this and Church of Christ teaches this. We can either stop there or... We can look at the Bible. I said, so let me start that by just saying, here's why I think the Bible says salvation happens at baptism. And I gave her a little answer for that, and I hadn't heard back from her yet. But what Paul loved to do was go into synagogues or marketplaces or wherever and reason with people. And wherever they were, Wherever they were starting, whether they were hardcore rabbis or whatever, he would start with them and reason from the Scriptures. And if you told him, here's a program that lets you do that from the comfort of your office, basically. (laughs) You don't have to ride a ship to get there. You can reason with people. I think he'd have loved that. Um, I I think another thing Paul would have loved about this program is how it does reach into all the world. And we're studying Romans right now. And you remember what Paul said? He said, I've been wanting to get to Rome forever. I just can't get there. I've always got something else coming up. And if you told him that, well, we're teaching people in 30 different countries around the world. I think he'd love that. And uh, some of it's coming from the World Bible School. Uh, we've taken a few students that didn't come through our TV program, which is another possibility for growing that ministry if we want to. But uh, 
after church, find Paulette Ware and ask her to tell you about Sharon. Uh, Sharon lives in Uganda, 8,000 miles away or so. Uh, Paulette's been dealing with Sharon since March in an online Bible study on her phone. When she started, Sharon was just starting the World Bible School courses, and she was going to a church that she admitted she had been baptized at uh, because of the monetary benefits, that she got some different support and some encouragement from this church and all. So that was the only reason she was baptized. But she was taking the World Bible School courses. She had a non-believing husband. She had lots of questions about baptism and about the Holy Ghosts and and ghosts in her culture, how all this worked. She had questions about taking vows with a devil, things that we don't run into in Wichita too often. And and Paulette worked through these things with with her and answered all of the questions as well as she could and then when some of them got a little too much, she got a World Bible School helper in Uganda to go visit Sharon. They provide that. Okay. So Paulette's been dealing with Sharon for about seven months. Uh, today, Sharon has completed all the courses. Uh, she's still checking in with Paulette regularly. Her husband has been baptized now a believer, and they are both growing up in Christ. Paulette's still helping her do that. With our technology and how we do things, we think, oh, that's kind of cool. Can you imagine how cool Paul would have thought that was? You can do this with people halfway around the world for just this little bit of money. I think Paul would have been amazed with all of that. Uh, The reason this works, and we mention this every year, and I think Paul would point it out, uh, the reason this program works like it does and it finds the good soil and we hear these good stories is because God promised it would. Isaiah 55, 11, God said, if you send my word out, my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me void. It will accomplish what I desire, and it will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And that's a promise, a rock-solid promise. And Paul understood that, so Paul tried to go to as many towns and as many synagogues and as many marketplaces as he could to send out God's word. And he knew it wouldn't come back void. God, If God had a purpose for somebody in that town or that synagogue, it would work. And, but today, with the technology we've got, the ability that we have, we can send it so many places that we hear stories and we see things that only God and Isaiah 55, 11 coming true is how you explain it. The top picture on this little slide is the minister in Davenport, Iowa, Randy Schilling, and the young lady is named Jenny. 
She watched Know Your Bible. Called in to the Burlington Church of Christ 800 number, signed up for the correspondence courses, took the correspondence courses, learned about baptism. One day driving past the church where Randy preaches in Davenport, saw the name Church of Christ and stopped and went in and said, I want to be baptized. Okay, Randy studied with her a while and baptized her. Okay. We sent the word out. God had a purpose in Jenny, and it was fulfilled. Okay. The bottom picture of Steve Triplett, some of you may recognize him, uh, baptizing a lady named Natalie uh, in Pratt. Natalie watched to know your Bible. She wasn't taking the courses, but she watched to know your Bible. And so she called Pratt Church of Christ one day and told Steve, I, I want to be baptized. He said, what caused you to want to do that? So what's the story? She said, well, I watched to know your Bible. And they told us this week what you needed to do to be saved. I'm 80 years old. I'm running out of time. I need to be baptized. So Steve studied with her a while and confirmed that she knew what she was talking about and, and baptized her. You think Paul would have loved those stories? I think Paul would have got pretty excited about this ministry that we may kind of take for granted after all the, the years that it's been working. Uh, I've been talking about how much Paul would love this program. I know that many of you love it. Uh, many of you were here when it began and are still supporting it faithfully. Uh, I also know that there's a lot of folks here that or maybe are just finding out about it or hear about it every year and find it interesting but have never supported it in any way. Well, part of Know Your Bible Sunday, part of my task is to ask for your support. Because without your support, uh, this ends pretty quickly. It's a great ministry. It does a great job. I don't know of any more effective or efficient way to spread the word. Uh, lots of other options, but I think this is a great one. And so my task is to ask you if you'll support it. A uh, number of ways to do that in your handout today. There's a little commitment form in there. And we ask for that, just just tell us how you'd like to support it. Lots of options, one-time one gift, a regular weekly gift, a monthly gift. Uh, maybe you get a bonus in December and you want to give that. Uh, maybe maybe you got to take some money out of your 401k in December and you want to give that to save taxes. Lots of ways and options. So take that commitment form if you're here. Now, Turn it in as soon as you can. Uh, I understand there's a whole lot of people watching who don't have a commitment form. So luckily we're in the age of technology where you can take your phone out <laughs> and make a commitment. You can very easily on the online giving tell us you'd like to give $5 a week to know your Bible. Give a one-time gift of $10,000 if you want to. Whatever you think would be a good thing for you to support Know Your Bible with, you can do that from home. Uh, text us, email the office. Just tell us who you are and how much you'd like to commit, uh, and we'll get that in. The only reason I stress all that 
is because we have to know so we can plan ahead. I'll be real honest with you. This year, I think COVID affected some of our giving a little bit, and people kind of forgot what they'd committed to. Uh, We about ran out of money a month ago. And we were getting down pretty close. Treasurer informed me, we're getting a little low there. And we can't go much longer. Well, luckily, know your Bible Sunday's coming up, so we we get some uh, bulk of giving, right? October, November, December. So we'll be able to keep going. But if nobody commits to continue in 2021, uh, we'll have to start making some cutbacks and cut out some markets and change some things. So uh, that's where we are. We've always, the Lord has always provided. Uh, Every time we get in a little tight spot, uh, something happens unexpectedly and we... Uh, we're back in business again. So uh, consider contributing, especially you young people. Uh, if you look at the demographics of who gives to know your Bible, it's a lot of folks that have been with it since the start. Uh, and newer members and uh, younger folks have just not seen that as a great ministry yet. It is a great ministry. It's worthy of your support. So consider uh, making part of your contribution to Know Your Bible this year. All right, let me close with something a little bit different topic, but it's really not a bit different than Know Your Bible. In one sense, it, it is Know Your Bible. Uh, 2020 has been a tough year for a lot of things, but we left lost uh, two heroes of Know Your Bible this year. Uh, Wayne Williams and Bill Oakley both passed this year. Uh, this picture is of them at Bill's retirement party in 2013 when he stopped being on the program. Uh, Bill, most of you at Northside here knew, uh, <clears throat> he was on the program for 27 years. Taped 1,146 programs. Uh, he was a mainstay of Know Your Bible and for years answered all the mail-out questions, uh, handled a lot of the relations with folks, and especially with supporting congregations, uh, was just a huge part of Know Your Bible, and we still get questions about him. If I go to some other congregation, uh, people want to know, how, how's Bill doing? So, uh, he, he was a big, big part of Know Your Bible. Uh, Wayne Williams, some of you may not know, since he's been gone from Northside quite a while, but uh, Wayne was, I call him, and I don't think it's blasphemous, I call him the godfather of Know Your Bible. Uh, he started the thing. Back in the early 80s, he thought, we ought to have a TV ministry. And he had this dream, and if you knew Wayne, and once he had a dream, he didn't give up. Well, he didn't give up on Know Your Bible. It took him about five years to get it on the air, but he did. And he never gave up for 40 years. Uh, he passed this year at 99, and he was still promoting Know Your Bible. Uh, I think he was a casualty of COVID myself, not the disease, but the isolation and the loneliness. Uh, he wanted to make 100, and he didn't quite make it. But he left an amazing 
legacy, and I just wanted to take a little bit of our Know Your Bible Sunday time to recognize these uh, two special people. Uh, I think the Apostle Paul would have loved them. I think he would have thought they're all right, uh, because they were. They were a huge part of Know Your Bible. Uh, And since, especially Wayne passed in the middle of COVID, uh, and really uh, we didn't have a chance to memorialize him properly, I'm going to suggest something a little different today than I ever have before. Uh, I'm going to suggest that those of you, whether you've ever given a nickel to know your Bible, that you give a memorial donation in the name of Wayne or Bill or both uh, to know your Bible this year. Easy to do. We get about, uh, this past year, if you look at the record, we got about $9,000 in memorials that people that give when someone passes instead of buying flowers or something like that. Uh, So we get some money from that. Uh, I think the passing of Wayne Williams and Bill Oakley ought to set a memorial record. So I'm encouraging you, no matter who you are or whether you know what we're talking about online or not, here's a good thing to give a memorial to. Remember these two giants of the faith and giants of of Know Your Bible. Uh, You can send a check to the building. You can get online and... Tell us who you're giving it for, whatever. But let's memorialize these two properly this year with uh, some big support for Know Your Bible. All right, I hope that has caught some of you up to date and informed some of you that have never heard about Know Your Bible before. Uh, If you have any questions, feel free to ask, get online, ask if you want one of the handouts. and you're viewing today, let us know and we'll get you sent one. If you're here, turn your commitment form in as quickly as you can. All right, appreciate your attention today. We are together as a family, so we never know the hearts of who's here, and we always make us time to ask you if there's anything you need to share with this family or some response you need to make to the truth that you've learned this week. Uh, We'd be happy to help you in any way. Uh, If you need to respond to the Lord's invitation or ask for prayers or whatever might be on your heart today, we're going to invite you to come. Let's stand and sing and come to the front.